You're listening to the Kate Podcast. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. With me as usual, my co-host, Jared Morgan. Guten Tag. Ah, oh, in tribute to Kai, <laughs> who unfortunately is ill, so he will not be joining us today. Get well soon, Bonzo says he was having a coughing fit for the last three days. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't make for a good on-air broadcasting. No, not good listening at all. <laughs> no, not so much. I, I fortunately have uh, not been sick in quite some time. Uh, usually I get something during the summer, and it didn't hit me this year. So now I'm yeah. crossing my fingers that my usual illness doesn't hit me until February, which is when it usually attacks. Yeah, I usually get the same thing. My son's actually been down with something uh, the last couple of days. We had to put him into hospital yesterday. Ooh. Um, sorry, this is this is a pinball a pinball podcast health alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, nothing serious. He's just went in there and he had a. I think he sort of like got a bit of asthma related stuff, and um, we put him in there yesterday for a half a day and got him into this prednisone and stuff like that. So he's okay now, but yeah, he wasn't sounding so great. Um, sound like a really bad smoker. <laughs> Get <laughs> off of here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, well, I shouldn't say suffering because it's the nice time change, but I am dealing with the time change today. It, yeah, uh, the flipped time over yesterday. In your favor. So was it two, two o'clock in the afternoon? No, it's now 1230. So I'm earlier hey, than what I normally. Nice. That, that's the part that's screwing me up because. <laughs> Well, no, I'd gotten used to doing this at one uh, thirty p.m., so I'd mm. be able to have my lunch and little prep time, and then you know jump into this. Instead, it's I had lunch and went, "Oh crap, podcast!" Oh, <laughs> oh right, we've got to do this. And I the weird thing jump is, in. the weird thing is that Blab. I tweeted about this for those people who follow um, Blarcade because um, Chris and I share the the tweeting duties. Um, but I tweeted that um, yeah, for some reason our scheduled recording got toasted. Um, and we had to go and make an ad hoc recording today, which is really random, but, um, I don't know. I don't have any idea why that happened, but yeah, it just did. <laughs> Other than maybe the time change. I don't know. I, I, oh, it could be. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd schedule it for the proper time, but who knows? Maybe it, time change have... didn't happen on Blab yet. I don't know. It could just be that when they switched over to time zones, it, screwed something up with Blab um, right. and, and they toasted the, any scheduled recordings that were around the time zone change. That would actually make sense probably, just so people weren't sort of um, taken by surprise, I guess. So, yeah. Software glitches. Damn it. That's right. She's just the flavor of the So yesterday was Halloween, oh, yes. and uh, in in all our wisdom, we ran our tournament of the month on that day. <laughs> yeah, did how we go? Did it, 
Wicker, right? You know, we had 28 people, I believe, sign up. Um, and that's actually been for the last uh, two uh, tournaments that we've run. There's been about that number. So we've kind of settled into who our core players are. Um, we'll get maybe one or two new people. And as usual, the new people don't play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got to work out why that is, hey. I don't know why they just don't play. Is it because they're not used to it or something? Yeah. You know, I... Don't know my feeling is, and I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess for a new player, I could understand this, but it, it even attacks our usual people. They don't know when this thing starts. They don't understand that I have the starter's pistol, and when I click start, that's when it goes. And so all of a sudden, I'll get text messages from people saying, Hey, aren't you supposed to be starting this, the thing now? I'm like, um, is it Saturday? Or not text really? message, but you know, but uh, private message I'll me. PM you. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, that's a that's the next level of service. <laughs> yes, they tracked me <laughs> down, tracked down my cell service, and uh, I'm now getting getting text messages. Um, yeah. So, I mean, even even this last time, I I sent out a notice uh, in the sign up sheet saying, hey, the tournament might be running a little late from what you guys have been normally playing or whatever. And then I went ahead and I created the the thread that would have what the the groupings would be. And I locked mm. the thread because last time I did that, and people immediately started playing and trying to post scores and then going, hey, how come I can't post scores in the in the usual place? I'm like, because it's not open yet, people. You know? Right. I'm yeah, like, I remember that. Like some people just started going, oh, yeah, I'm already playing. You know, I'm, I'm done. And it's like, <laughs> really? It hasn't right. even started yet. It hasn't <laughs> even started yet. So it, it's like on the one hand, I'm trying to make it as simple as for everybody as possible and get the thing up and running you know, as quickly as possible. Mm. But on the other hand, it winds up biting me in the butt almost every single time. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I can't do a delayed post on the Pinball Arcade fans forum, which would be wonderful if I could, because you can on the main articles page, but you can't do it with a, a thread post. And I would love to be able to do that, because then I could pre-do all the madness that needs to be done for the tournament of the month. And mm. you know, just at a certain time, boom, it'd go live. Because I yeah. can turn on the Google Forms page I from my phone. Time. That's not a problem. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like I, I don't know what to do to make it more obvious. And I'm surprised that I still get comments from people that um, should know better. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be... With the new people, I honestly stuff. think that they're thinking that it is... Oh well, I played the game. My scores will be entered. Yeah, and, but even in our sign-up sheet, I put something specifically that said this time, or actually, I did it last time too. That said, "Hey, this is not part automatic of yeah. pinball arcade. You this really is a separate thing." Like yeah. Farsight, would you could you throw us a bone and like throw us a bone? Month, like it'd be awesome if you could just like write in. Just let us. I don't know. Just use some code. Interface. Yeah, just, no just problem. A little bit of code. Like that would just like launch a, a sub tournament for us. Cause I mean, <laughs> you know, you guys are promoting it for us now. It's really nice that you're promoting us for us, but yeah, like that extra level, it, it'd be pretty wicked. Yeah. I'm sure we'd yeah. get a lot more uh, signups then too. Oh, imagine. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the spreadsheet would like fall over in a heap. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd ship the bed. <laughs> So uh, let's go over some of the results then from the 
October tournament of the month. Uh, in first place, <laughs> and I have to laugh because he, he posted that it was a terrible tournament for him, and yet he still took first place. Uh, switch three flip, 45 points. And then it was actually a three-way tie, um, but Switch won the put-up-or-shut-up between the three. So uh, second place was Stuz, and third place is Shulk. And then we have, uh, rounding out the rest, uh, fourth place, Voof. That's a new player, and he actually uh, knew what the heck to do, so good on him. Uh, fifth, Pinball Wiz, 45B. Sixth place, Jared Morgs. What the hell, dude? If Pretty good. Want... Sorry, I just realized I was muted. Yeah, I wondered why you didn't say anything. Yeah, it's like, Wee! Six. I went, hang on a second. I bet you I, my my bottom has muted my microphone because I have one of these, if you're on Blab at the moment, which no one is, um, one of these Microsoft thingies, and if I press that button, I go mute. <laughs> so there <Nice>. you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I had a fail. But yay, six. Yay. Yay. Um, I will say our season-to-date standings, um, there's a much larger spread now between first place and 10th place, being first place uh, currently is Gus at 140 points, 10th place Johnny3w6 with 100 points. But the top three, it's a neck-and-neck battle because Gus is at 140, Switch 3 Flip is at 138, Pimble is 45B is at 137. So they are definitely battling it out. Hmm. Also, I noticed that uh, you know we're in our thirty-eighth week of of uh, table of the weeks. She's just a flavor of the week. It's a boy. It's a boy. You know, nine <laughs> months ago, <laughs> it should be popping out any time, right? It's it's got balls. It must be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Although two flippers, hmm. two flippers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I keep on, I keep on looking at the list of tables that we still have left, and I'm I'm shocked that there's as many left as there are. You know, we we are whittling down on that list, but there seems to like be a new 60, table that comes out every month. I don't get it. Something right now, like we've got to get through. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a fair number. Keep... Unfortunately, it's a fair number of uh, Godlebs too. Mm. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Godalibs. Yeah, what you got? Well, I I hear that we have Godalibs race car checkpoints. This week ah. is, our ta- is our table of the week. Yes, table of the week is victory. Yes. Which <laughs> it, you know, it's one of those tables that I hate played. Mm. Um, it, it's... It has potential. It really does have potential. It just needed software. I'm fine with the playfield layout, actually. I, I kind of like the playfield layout, but the software, just your modes, your missions, or the lack thereof, it could have been so much more exciting. And it, instead, it's checkpoint one, checkpoint two, checkpoint seven, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> vroom, 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 get out of my way. Yeah, yeah crap. Yeah, it, it really sorry, makes me yeah. just go. Can we? Can we please have Indy Five Hundred? It's such a better oh, table. Yes, with the turbocharger machine. That's pretty wicked. That game or Grand Prix or whatever it's called. You talking oh, about NASCAR over here, but Grand Prix in uh, yeah, Europe? In Europe and the rest of the world. Yeah, that's. I don't know. 
there's two schools of thought about that particular table. I, I love that around the the perimeter of the table um, magnet accelerated loop that they've got going on there, but it's a bit of a one-trick pony from what I remember. I only had the opportunity to play it uh, on a short period of time when it was on location, um, sort of shortly after its release. And yeah, it was it was okay to play, but yeah, Indy 500 is probably a deeper game and probably better. I really enjoyed playing that on Visual Pinball. Yeah, I've gotten to play it at a couple of our tournaments, and uh, it's quickly grown on me. Mm. Um, I'd love to be able to just really you know sit down and dig into it and uh, and learn all it has to give. Yeah, it's cool. But instead, we get victory. Victory. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. I find it really hard as a like as a new player coming to that table. The, the oh, it's brutal on new players. Well, it's like where the, where do you shoot for some of the checkpoints? Like it's like right, the checkpoints oh, are not obvious. No, there's not like a big like. If I was modding that table, I would put not that I would because I wouldn't ever own one, but <laughs> <laughs> but I would put little checkpoint number flags everywhere on that table, so you would know where to shoot. Like it's it's really or at least a bigger insert, something that screams shoot over here. And some of them don't even flash. Like I think. No. A Six or seven doesn't even flash. No, it's like um. So what am I supposed to shoot for now? It's really poorly conceived as far as a rule set goes. And and you, you I mean, as a primary objective to try and get the checkpoints, you'd think that would be, as you say, like it should have flasher bulbs under each of those inserts, or at least any right. insert at all. But it doesn't. It's just like nah, well, and then the fact that each of the lead. checkpoints is just a countdown timer, which mm. I mean, it's just countdown timer after countdown timer that. That wears on you after a while too. Or eventually, you just don't care. You just kind of go, eh, meh, whatever. Whenever I play that table, I usually try and focus on something other than the checkpoints, which I know is like not the way to get points. But I normally focus on that little mini mini playfield area with the drop targets and try and get right. those maxed out, and um, try and get some of those upper playfield ramps there because they're really quite tricky to get. Some of them, like if you're trying to make one of those checkpoints, it gets you to shoot. Um, the ramp from that upper play field, it's not an easy shot to actually, number one, get it up there, and number two, you know, actually make that shot, well, at least for me. Maybe it's just because I don't play it very much. <laughs> well, and, and again, so, for a new player, it's the mystery is how do you even get the ball up there? Yeah, that's right. Because the obvious ways aren't the ways to get it in there. No. Yeah. Enough about victory. <laughs> yeah. Enough about victory. It's Call it fail. <laughs> Call it fail. Um... <laughs> So I have seen the new UI in the beta test. Oh, you've actually physically played it, not just. I have messed around with it. Now it's definitely clearly in beta. Um, it's it's wrecked some havoc on some of the displays, the the scoring. Pretty much in DX11 across the board, it's messed up on the scoring, and then it also will crash you if you click the wrong thing. Uh, DX9 is a little better off, but there's still uh, scoring display issues. Um, but that's just, you know, that's playing the game, which that's not playing the UI. It's mess, you know, if you want to dance around the UI, that's a whole other question. So um, just just to clarify, the, the issues are with, like, the actual in-game DMDs? Is that the problem? Yes, currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, okay. So it's it's glitching out, basically, um, on the DMDs and all the alphanumeric displays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's to be expected, I guess, in the Yeah, beta, exactly. That's something as big as this. Like, this is a massive overhaul of key parts of the game. So, yeah. Right. Probably alpha is a more polite way of putting it, I think. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, my thing was instead, I just wanted to see how it was to navigate around and look at, you know, look at tables. Mm. And I've already quickly grown to like... Because <laughs> it's all just ball icons, right? Like you just... It's a big grid. Well, you can show just... all the icons, but then you can sort them too. You can sort them alphabetically. You can sort them as favorites. You can sort them oh, by manufacturing. Nice. You can sort them by um, uh, table release order via Farsight. Um, oh, so there's all sorts great. of ways of, of displaying them. There's a few icons that need to work on. Like mm-hmm. right now, if you have a little gold lock, like a, you know, a padlock displayed yep. on there, now you would think... Oh, that means I don't own that table. No, yep. what it means is you don't have the pro mode pro on that mode. table. Oh, it so it's like, come up with a different icon, guys. You know, we need something that says pro. And and in general, that's my uh, my critique of the UI is that it's not painfully obvious. Mm. Um, the little flipper that's at the upper top of the yeah, screen. What is that? What is that? That's what, displays, that? that's what displays all your tables. What? <laughs> right so it's not intuitive I, it doesn't make it's not intuitive um they do have the gear which is your classic settings symbol which is yeah is that for settings do you yes. access settings Good. yeah that's for your options or settings and stuff um but like down below they had in the lower left it looks like um looks like a bar graph yeah. And I think instead what they were trying to do was make it look like a podium to stand on because that's your leaderboards. Oh, right. So let's let's do it from top left to in a clockwise direction. So you've got the exit icon is the first icon. Yes. You've got the your back icon, button. which takes you to your table, yes. like overviews. Like, yes. Not overviews, but like list of balls, basically. Um, then the one beside that is, what, what is that? I don't know what's it look um, like. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a. Um, oh, jeez, I don't know. There's one beside it. Did you did you ever click the the third one from the left? Yeah, I'm sure I clicked it, but I don't. Without me putting remember. up the game right now, which then I wouldn't be able to be on this. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and then you've got the controller, like little. There's a, like a controller icon. Okay, so the controller icon, you push that, and it's you can completely map out your controller. Oh, you can change yes. button assignments. Yeah, nice. so that's really cool that you can actually now, uh, yeah, customize your controller to whatever button you need to be pushing, and and it'll do. So that I hope that comes to Android because I know at the moment they've got the Moga API implemented for Android, and it's good. It means you can use controllers natively with it, but you can't really. You, when Ryan Rutan um, set up the the profile, what he did was he made it so you could use the top triggers or the bottom triggers, um, and that was it. So you could switch between those two settings, but you couldn't fully map it out. So okay. maybe this might only be a PC thing because you guys have a keyboard that you can assign anything to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that's shaken up on mobile. But this digital. isn't for the keyboard. I mean, you can select keyboard or controller. Ah. But what I'm saying is, then when you push controller, you can you know assign whatever you want to whatever you know the analog sticks or the the shoulder buttons or the uh, the trigger buttons. You know, cool. It lets you customize all that. So that's good. That's very good. Um, I'd actually had a problem the first day it popped up where my controller wasn't moving. Excuse me. I could move the the mouse basically around, and that's what you're doing. You're uh, with your controller 
there's a cursor on screen and you wind up moving the controller with either your D-pad or your analog stick. But I couldn't select, like I'd hover it over a button and I'd push push my A button and nothing would happen. <laughs> and so I, then I had to actually use my my touchpad. I'm on touchpad instead of a mouse, um, yep. you know, to, to start up the button. So I put it in a bug report saying, hey, my controller doesn't work. And the response was, oh, what controller are you using? Are you using the Steam controller or the PS4 controller? And I'm like, really? Those are the first two options you guys think of? I'm using, uh, well, I wasn't using my Xbox 360 controller. I was actually using a uh, Logitech controller. But Oh, that terrible Logitech control that made you want to throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't wanted to throw it out the window, though, in a long time because, you know, I found that workaround that Logitech couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, go go work for them. It's clear you know more than them. <laughs> I doubt that, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, the uh, they wound up fixing that, though, so now the controller fully functions with uh, selecting your tables and stuff. Like I said, there's... There's some learning curve going on here. Not that the other UI didn't have a learning curve, because it did. Jeez, you know, I wrote a whole manual about it. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, yeah. I wonder how much those... I'm going to have to write for the new um, UI if I'm going to have to document any known issues or workarounds <laughs> with it. I'm, wait- I'm kind of waiting to see it so I can actually start writing about it. In, in the Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to have to write a, a, like a new version of the user guide for it. Right. Um, because there's always going to be something, particularly on Android, where uh, because the status quo is they've had to support so many devices, there's all these random, you know, graphics settings like, you know, high mm. load and all right. these random developer words. So I, I think there's probably going to still be a little bit of that unless they've done magical things and, and relabeled those things to something more sane, which I'd be really thankful for if they did. <laughs> yeah, and I'm almost thinking even if they didn't come up with new icons, even if they instead added in, you know, when your mouse is hovering over the button, that it actually gives you a text of what that button yeah. technically does. So it just needs to be a, nice. Like, it, yeah, it's not quite the intuitivity that I was hoping for. Mm. Um, but here's the thing. Okay, so like I said, the, the displays were screwing up on the scores. Yeah. So when I went to play the tournament, I, uh, you know, undownloaded the beta, put back in the original version, and right away I was like, I got to through the tables to find them. I was, yeah. I mean, already I was like, "Ooh, buttons!" Yeah, you know. So I like the tiles, being able to see all the the tables at once. It was being good. able to organize them how you want. Yeah, that's the thing. A that, huge improvement. That is definitely a massive win. So good on Farsight for listening to user feedback because that's one of the, probably the most requested features when people are going, "Oh, new UI. Can I just favorite the tables I like so I don't have to keep on scrolling past going nuts and haunted house." All the time. <laughs> because, you know, I and, really don't want to play them. And I did get to hear the Pinball Wizard music, and yes, I appreciate it so much more. Yeah, it's it's better. It is better. Like, it's not going to grate as much as the um, uh, cheesy Pinball Wizard uh, did. No. Um, and, uh, and I'm glad they did a bit of a musical refresh. I still reckon they should just have gone into the boardroom with pizzas and beer and just recorded ambient pinball noise. I think that would have been such a, a much better thing to do but like norman has already said that would have copyright issues on some of the right. um, on sounds such a shame though because it would be perfect it's like a pinball arcade you know it it'll just be great but anyhow challenges <laughs> environmental music challenges licensing etc let's go to the mall let's go to the mall hey speaking so of going- <laughs> what you got well i i joined steam the other day okay um because I wanted to try, I've got a Mac Pro, 
MacBook Pro. And I thought, you know what? I should probably see how the other half lives and try out Pimble Arcade on Steam for Mac. Mm-hmm. So I installed it, and um, uh, it's a little bit like the mobile, the Android mobile version. Like, there's no dynamic lighting or anything on it. Um, oh, for and, the Mac. Yeah, for the Mac. And this, is, oh. this isn't the App Store version of the, um, as I wave my fingers around crazily in the, in the stream, um, but this isn't actually the, the, the App Store Mac version. This is the Steam Mac version. And from what I've seen of the reviews for the App Store Mac OS X version, is it's basically like the iOS version. Yeah. But that's it. And it's it lags behind as far as releases go as well. So there's not a really big um, reason for you to get that one. But it's um, so far the tables available in the Mac version are High Speed 2 and... Um, what was the first table of season five? When well, that was the first table of season five. Yeah, that was. Yeah. What was the second one? That basically, there's only two releases out at the moment for it. Um, so yeah, it's lagging terribly behind. Certainly, yeah, not something I'm going to be spending my money on anytime soon. Well, yeah, that sucks if it doesn't even have the dynamic lighting. I was thinking that I don't know, stupidly, I guess that it was the same version as the PC. But um, I think the problem yeah, is it makes sense that it wouldn't. Doesn't have DX anything. Right, it doesn't actually. Do. It just says OpenGL. So yeah, you know, if they use an open source framework to actually do their dynamic lighting, it, they could actually make it cross-platform. But that's probably dependencies on other console platforms that would use DX as well. Like the Xbox One would actually be a DX um, mm-hmm. one because it's Microsoft. So probably for those ones, they these went. Ah, well, I wonder how they do it on PS4 because PS4 apparently has dynamic lighting as well. So Yeah, but I don't think it's DX. I think it's something else. Well, it's probably some know. proprietary straight in technology. That, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, frameworks are hard. I, I don't envy um, Farsight for trying to support them. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty substandard on Mac. And the speed up and slow down issues, terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I've got a, you know, I think it's like an i7 processor and a decent GPU in these Mac Pros, um, an 8 gig of RAM, and the thing still speeds up and slow down terribly. It's been reported in the Steam forums as well, but no real response on it. So I think PC seems to be the focus at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'll be sticking to my Android one with pretty much the same environmental lighting effects. Right. Yeah, such a shame. I was going, oh, yes, Mac, it's a, it's like a PC variant. It's going to be awesome. No, so well, the good news is if you own it, you know, once you own it on Steam, you can play it on Mac or PC. PC or any platform that Steam supports, which exactly. is kind of cool. So it's, that is the cool thing. That is very cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Warning. The following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. So uh, on Friday... I had the shortest work day I've ever had. Oh, do they, do they not keep you back for heaps of hours? <laughs> so the way our, our uh, uh, contracts work, we are guaranteed eight hours of pay. Mm-hmm. You show up, it's you're now on the clock for eight hours. Um, I don't know for what reason that was, what level of protection that was, you know, put in for, especially since we normally work 12-hour days. But anyway, there it is. Mm. So we go in, and I have what's called a pre-call, which means I go in 12 minutes before 
the actual call time for the the cast and okay. many of the so crew you can members. set up basically. Yeah, basically. So that yeah, when they say okay, let's go, where it's you've you've already got your equipment on set and you're ready to go. Yeah. So we'd unloaded our truck. I pushed my cart onto the set, and our assistant director looks at me and he goes, "I wouldn't roll any other carts on." And I go, right. "Why?" And he goes, "Just wait four minutes, and four minutes from them would have been call time." I'm like, "Okay." Uh-huh. So sure enough, rolls in. They call us all into the room, and they go. Yeah, so our actor today that we have in every single scene, he's got a fever. He won't be coming oh. in today. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, poor dude. <laughs> but yeah, so, you. Because we, we, just worked with, we just worked with him the previous night, you know, getting off at one in the morning. Um, and he was in that entire bit of business. Well, he was in that entire day, actually. So he must have been suffering something serious that night. And then yeah, <laughs> woke up everybody was like, I'm dosed. So yeah, so they, go uh, I'm gonna power so through. <laughs> roll the carts back onto the truck and lock the thing up. And goodbye. Thanks for the eight hours of pay. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be down at the pub. <laughs> my my previous record for that had been a, um, a half an hour after call, and it was the same instance where the actor was sick. Um, at that particular instance, they knew the actor was sick. They're trying to frantically put together something else for us to work on for that day. And they just realized they couldn't, (laughs) it was too many strings to pull to make anything happen. Um, The production companies call it an insurance day. And that's basically what they do. They, they have insurance on actors, on equipment, on everything has insurance so that if anything goes wrong, they just file the insurance claim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's expensive insurance. (laughs) Like seriously, man, the amount of times that, you know, because people are people. Like we get sick and stuff happens. So well, you think about this. I, I mean, morbid to think about. But with uh, that last Fast and Furious movie with Paul Walker, yeah. um, he wow. died. That insurance claim paid out something like a hundred million dollars. Jeez. So, so that's why they were able to then go in and dump heaps of money on special effects, you know, with, because they brought in his two brothers to, to actually basically do stand in. Right. Yeah. And then they digitally imposed his uh, face, on Paul's face on there or his voice or wow. yeah, whatever. So, I mean, it was a technological nightmare for them to do that. Mm. Plus they had to rewrite the script for the rest of those scenes to try and make it a cohesive story and explain why he's not, you know, as active in the movie as you normally would expect or whatever. Um, I mean, I think they pulled it off really, really well. I don't think the movie, it didn't feel like it was thrown together. Because um, I know some movies, the again, similar instances have happened. And, uh, well, shoot, you could even look at The Crow. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And what they had to do to rejigger that to make it work. Um, but, yeah, so they call it an insurance day. And uh, insurance pays out. And you just throw that money back at the production. And, and it pays for everything. It pays for everything. Yeah. Well, there you go. Lucky you, eh? Yeah. So it was. It, it wound up being an interesting week last week. Warning: the following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. I call it my my evil week. <laughs> so I started off by going to the library and getting a book called The Scarlet Gospels, which is by Clive Barker, and it's a sequel to Hellraiser. Okay. 
and Clive, his descriptions are, you truly got to wonder what's wrong with the man. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhat disturbed. Somewhat disturbed. Uh, So yeah, reading that, then I finally watched the last four episodes of Hannibal, mm-hmm. which were genius. Um, do you get? Did you get Hannibal in Australia? Maybe on pay TV. I'm not sure. Certainly not free to air. There, okay. Not free to air. So the thing with Hannibal, um, I almost didn't watch it because how can you possibly top, you know, Anthony Hopkins being Lecter, right? Yeah. Yeah, it only took about three episodes before I was like, Anthony Hopkins, who? <laughs> I mean, the. Wow. Yeah, Mads Mickelson just pulls it. Do, is it a known principal actor or a new actor? Mads Mickelson? Um, he's been mostly smaller parts, but I know he is known in certain arenas. Um, if you've read, I've read all the books. And when you've read the books, you realize that the Hannibal character is not in, you know, a, uh, I don't want to say Popkins is portly, but um, a fuller Englishman. <laughs> it's not that. Right. He's he's an Eastern European type. Yep. And so the this guy that was playing him, Mads, just embodies that nature. And they they said the books or they said the show was based off of red dragon and it's based off of red dragon because the other lead is, uh, the, the character of will who was, he worked for the FBI, but he also, he's one of these profilers, you know, could walk into yeah. a crime scene and be able to see what the heck was going on. So, uh, it was those two, but you know, in red dragon, Hannibal's already in jail. He was caught by will, this goes even way further back and uh, dealt with when Hannibal was still working for the FBI and helping him out. And they've kind of danced around the books. The only book that they didn't have the the rights to was Sons of the Lambs. Okay. So they did the books before, they did the books after, <laughs> and they kind of made it their own. But if you read the books, you knew where the storyline was going to go. And this last season, which was the third season, they finally did go full bore into Red Dragon. And it was interesting how they retold the story and made it their own. And actually, we were able to throw in a couple of surprises. Um, Though when they filmed this, they didn't know that they were going to get canceled. But they still managed to put an ending on this that works beautifully as a series ender. I mean, they stuck the landing big time. And the the fact that they were planning a fourth season, you kind of go, but how? Because the way it ended is just like, what? No way. Um, how do you come back from that? The It's very similar to how they had to do it with Dexter, right? Because Dexter sort of, they were thinking, oh, we really, we really want to wrap it up around season five. Well, that was pretty much the original sort of, or season four, um, when they had that amazing ending. Um, with Rita. I don't know if you watched Dexter. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, well, on season four, it was the ending of all endings. Like, I remember it still. And then from there on down, it sort of just kind of went downhill, honestly. Like, they could have ended it there and it would have been fine. Well, um, you know, writers like to say that they the best writing comes from writing yourself into a corner and then trying to figure out how to get out of it. 
because that means the audience also doesn't know how you're going to get out of it. The problem is that sometimes you write yourself into that corner and you and can't you figure it out. <laughs> and then, yeah. then you're yeah. toast. You know. um, <laughs> the other, the other beautiful thing about uh, Hannibal and the, the final, it gave us a brand new Susie Sue song. Ah. Uh, Susie Sue hasn't written new or hasn't put out a song in eight years. And for whatever reason, they had the idea to bring her in and they paired her with the show's composer and they came up with this song called Love Crime. And I am a sucker for strings being put over the top of, call it alternative style music, you know, anything with a, a, a drum beat or basically where strings shouldn't be, you know, non-classical music, but then throwing them over the top of that, which... If you remember the song that was in Batman Returns that Susie Sue did, it's very similar in tone to that, the face-to-face. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not actually very familiar with Susie Sue's work, so <gasps> I couldn't actually uh, pick Susie Sue out. Um, oh, my God. What's wrong with you? Didn't you grow up in the 80s? No. <laughs> Bastard. Well, <laughs> well, I technically did, but the 80s for me was like leading up to age 10 before I really started getting into music. You know what it's like. Yeah. like yeah. So, um, yeah, um, my my musical forays, I think the first cassette I ever bought was Pump Up The Jam by Technotronic. <laughs> and I had no problems with that because Pump Up The Jam was awesome. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah. I'll give you an example of where how much putting an orchestra over the top of something can can sell me on it. I could have cared less about Metallica, and then yeah. I heard that S&M album where they had the San Francisco Symphony play yeah. with them. Yep, and that I thought was just pure genius, and that made me like their songs. And then after that, I went and looked at some of their albums. Um, the similar is. There's a band called Juno Reactor, and if you've seen any of the Matrix movies, their music is featured heavily in them. And again, it's that heavy electronic music, but then throwing orchestration over the top of it. Um, it's pretty awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah. It is really good stuff. One thing, so, speaking of... Oh, sorry. You go yeah. ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was just going to finish off my evil week, but yeah, go. Uh, go ahead. Go, no, no, you finish off your evil week, and then I'll kick off after that. I want to hear more. Well, then I, I topped it all off then by watching Walking Dead last week. and uh, The original Walking Dead movie? No, the TV show. TV show? The Walking, right. Yeah. Right. And last week, they presumably killed off one of their major characters. Ooh. Um, it was one of those, did they just, holy crap, they did. They did, they did <laughs> a Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones still does it better, <laughs> but yes, yeah, and and so it's been a, a hot topic all week long in you know, social media circles and stuff. Of is this guy dead? Is he not? Because they did leave some ambiguity to it. Um, but so yeah, between reading a Hellraiser sequel, watching the end of Hannibal, watching Walking Dead, and then walking onto the set of American Horror Story, <laughs> I was like. You know, there's a lot of uh, blood, violence, and just plain wrong going on in my week right now. That's pretty <laughs> cool. Warning. The following contains little to no actual talk about pinball. 
So I'm um, speaking of um, Evil Week. It was um, we, we circle back to Halloween again. So we um, I put up on Twitter some shots of how we decorated the front of the house, um, and we got some of that fake spider web. Um, yeah. yeah, the cotton stuff. I never realized that's what it was. I'm sure they use the same stuff in the movies as well, like for mm-hmm. horror. Yep. That stuff is terrible to work with. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so hard to get it to do what you want. But the good thing is that once you've wrapped it around things with even a few little sharp edges on them, it sticks like shite to a blanket. That stuff's not going anywhere. So, um, yeah, we had that. You know, something time. else they use on movie sets. Actually, What's they'll that? use it more often. And the the fake cotton stuff. Mm. Um, if you take a hot glue gun mm. and then you take an air compressor <laughs> oh. and you blast the air over the front of the hot glue gun while you're yeah. spraying, you know, pushing the glue, yeah, it'll just send out these silky fine strands that oh. glimmer. And that's really good for web. Yeah, it would be really good uh-huh. for web. That's pretty yep. cool. We've got a hot glue gun at home. Stuff buying that cotton stuff next time. I'm just going to be doing that. <laughs> I'll say, um, excuse me, Kim, I need to go and get a compressor. Why? Um, because spider webs. Spider webs. Yeah. Um, that sounds really cool. There you go. So, yeah, we put that all up around the, the pillars, and we got this um, from Costco. We've got this big, like, double, double high um, uh, inflatable, you know, with a little fan that's built into it, sort of um, jack-o'-lantern thing. So we put that outside. It's got lights in it. looked pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, we had a pretty steady stream of trick-or-treaters uh, come through, which is good. Um, Halloween sort of, it's it's relatively popular here in Australia. Um, it's it's not a, a holiday or anything like that, but it's we do we sort of do it. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty good. We had my littlest um, Sienna was doing the the lolly handing out. She was on duty and she she had a ball handing out lollies yeah. to the kids. Yeah, she loved it. So yeah, all two and a half of her. Um, <laughs> how old she is. So yeah, she was we she was dressed up in a little cat cat costume and everything. So that was pretty cool. And my son Zachary had a big glow in the dark um, skeleton shirt on, which looked pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it was pretty good. My son went as a raving rabid. Oh, the rabbits. <laughs> and uh, he even had a plunger. <laughs> he had a plunger. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a plunger for him to walk around with. And uh, people were, were like, are you a plumber? He's like, no, I'm a rabbit. <laughs> I'm a rabbit. Yo, like, come on. Don't you know? Come on. <laughs> and yeah. then we made some girl's night. Um, she was walking around, and, and she recognized what, what my son was. And this is yeah. She was probably a a young teen yeah and um so she 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 mentioned something she's like that's a that's a rabbit right and my wife was like yeah and then my wife was wearing a hat that she got from disneyland you know mickey mouse ears but yeah. they were jack skellington ears yeah. <laughs> and and the the gal was like oh i like your I like your jack skellington and my wife goes oh i like your keyblade because she was dressed as sora from kingdom hearts oh yeah and her and her friends or all her all her friends started freaking out because they were like you're the first person to get it oh and right, i turned around nice. and i went I, I turned around and i went that's because we're old yeah we know <laughs> like i'm like that was on the ps2 all right <laughs> like you know come on we we know how it rolls back in the day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, much much candy was gotten, and uh, a, a fair Halloween was had by all. Yeah, that's yeah, it was pretty awesome. So yes, so that was your that was your evil week. That was my evil week. Evil week. Yeah. I like I like the idea. Well, um, I we'll see um, what next week brings. 
what next week brains <laughs> did you say brains brains <laughs> brains 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 warning the following contains little to no actual talk about pinball so the thing that i'm looking forward to which i really do need to go and purchase on the um google play store is the next pentatonics album so they've released a new one and i'm looking forward to repeat playing that over and over again until I get sick of it and then replaying it some more. Um, <laughs> so they've got a lot of uh, original songs on this one rather than doing covers. I think there are a fair few covers still, but um, yeah, they've got some original songs and they're, they're pretty cool. So yes, if you, if you like pentatonics, go and check them out. Do yourself a favor as um, Molly Meldrum would say here in Australia. So yeah. And we've got some things that we're trying to work out for, the blockade podcast here hopefully we can get uh law in from farsight who was uh, key instrumental in getting this new ui up so we're hoping to uh, secure an interview with him and maybe be able to uh talk a little bit about what the thought process for that yeah. were and then we've got a surprise that we won't spoil yet that we're still trying to make arrangements for uh another interview yes so interviews will things be coming to look forward to Yes, it's not. You just, you might just have to keep on listening to us blather on about stuff and things. Um, you'll get to hear other people blab on about stuff and things. Yes, so that'll be much better. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we're doing what we can. We do what we can. We're doing what we can, and apparently nobody wants a T-shirt because we didn't get a single email about. Oh well, if... that makes it easy. We'll just make a couple it does for make us it easy. and rock them. I'll do one here, and um, yeah, I'll send it over to you. Yeah, there we go, and then and then we'll make everybody jealous. Yeah, that's right. We'll rock them, put them on Twitter, and we'll go. Oh man, those shirts! Where do I get one of those? If only you had bought one. Yeah, well, you know, we've doing <laughs> or expressed really interest. Run. I should say, it wasn't we even a matter we... of purchasing. We just yeah. wanted to know if anybody was remotely thinking about one. It's funny that, like, speaking of responses and stuff, as we, I guess, we probably should close out the show. But yeah, um, it, it's funny. Like, I've seen a drop off in responses on the threads in in um, the forum about podcast maybe people don't have anything to say about the podcast and they <laughs> love it or yeah maybe i don't know have you noticed that too like they're sort of dropping off with the um responses a bit i've kind of noticed that in general about a lot of threads so mm. there might be some fatigue going I on think the, yeah i think it could be right yeah it's a little bit i think uh yeah maybe that's the reason that's right we'll fortunately you doing. and i are infatigable yeah, we don't fatigue. We'll do this. Yeah. We'll keep on doing this every week and being awesome. So, uh, yeah. Except now All I right. go. <laughs> we should probably go because, once again, we have surpassed our half an hour recording limit by another 15 minutes. We're <laughs> in overtime, as Duke World Cup Soccer would say. Yes. So thank you all for listening. We will see you again next week. If you would like to join us on Blab IM, I will have a... Uh, a new session scheduled. Hopefully it won't get canceled on us. It'll be uh twelve thirty PM here on the west coast of the States. Six thirty uh, time zone configuration. Yeah, six thirty AM in Australia. In the future. <laughs> in the future. So for Jared Morgan, I am Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. We will see you all again next week. Sayonara. Wizardamusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. 
Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast and receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Remember to leave a review on iTunes or any podcasting channel Blockade is distributed through. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Until next time, remember... Game five.